What's up, you noobs? Yeah, I called you a noob. So what of it? Don't be offended. Shit. I'm a noob. We're all noobs. This first podcast, man. My six-year-old taught me that word. Noob. There's something that I don't know everything about. Pretty much makes me a noob. Which apparently makes us all a little sus as well. That's another one he taught me. Picked him up from school the other day and he sees this Jesus loves you sign in the window at a free clothing store here in our town. And he says, if you take the J and the E off of Jesus, he's just sus. How do you respond to that? And I didn't know how to respond to that, but he's right. We're all a little sus. That hot little number you just heard was called I Walked Away by Caldwell Jack and the Six Pack. Thanks to the boys for letting me use that one. Let's get this show rolling. January 27th, 2022. Damn. Some time has passed, hasn't it? 2022 years we can be certain of because they've been counting them although i think it's weird to count you know most of time backwards and by that i mean the billions of years before the zero was there a zero did it go straight to one I really don't know, but you get my point. Um, Who am I to question it? Well, I guess let me tell you. That's what I'm here to do today. Uh, uh, My name's Brian. You're listening to episode one of Awkward Stance. And thanks. Thanks for listening to episode one of Awkward Stance, by the way. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about me today and my path and just kind of what led me here today, you know. why you had the option to choose to listen to me instead of Morgan Wallen or something else on your radio. Well, I know why you might not have been able to listen to Morgan Wallen on your radio, but 
That's not because he's not great. <laughs> Anyways, that's another episode for another time. Uh, anyway, so I grew up in a small town, you know, a few thousand people back in the 80s. One of those famous 80s babies you hear all about. Um, I don't need to pinpoint it down any further than that. It was just in the 80s, so... Grew up in one of those podunk towns in Ohio where everybody knows everybody. Everybody don't call you friend, though. Actually, a lot of them call you other shit behind your back sometimes, but uh, it's no real life cheers out here, which I've actually been to, by the way. Actual cheers bar in Boston, which, if you don't know, was a bar-based sitcom years ago. Years ago. Sorry, I can't even say years ago like a normal person anymore, but uh, what I thought was weird was that is not even where they filmed the show. The show was just based off of this bar, apparently. But, hey, it was a pretty small bar, and I doubt all those Hollywood egos would have fit in there anyways. So, I grew up in this small town. My parents moved out here from the city, so... Me and my brother didn't have to, uh, you know, deal with the city life growing up uh, that they had to deal with, which was pretty great of them. Looking back, you know, it's pretty awesome of them. Uh, it wasn't a great life that they dealt with. So uh, I remember going to my grandma's house and seeing how they lived and was thankful that I didn't have to live like that. So shout out to mom and dad uh, for getting the hell out of there. So. Uh, I do complain about this town from time to time, but, uh, you know, more now than I did back then, but it's definitely changed over the years, but that's what things do. So anyway, we moved out here back in the eighties, which let me just say, I don't care who you are. I don't care what ethnicity you are. I don't care what city you live in. You also have that choice. To move away, get the hell away from whatever's bringing you down, try something different, you know, just stop making excuses and find the solution. You can do it. So, uh, anyways, I go off on tangents every now and again, but um, graduated back in that millennial year, that 2000 Y2K craze going on thick while I was in high school. Uh, most people didn't even have a computer at home or know what Gmail was, but they were still worried about shit crashing. They were just freaking the fuck out about nothing. Um, something to worry about, I guess, because Twitter wasn't around to get everybody fired up and blow shit out of proportion. So uh, I graduated in 2000, so I did uh, I did eventually go off to college, um, took a year off. Not to travel abroad so much, but uh, party and fuck off, mostly. Um, but I did end up going back, got me a computer science degree, you know, did the whole working full time, going to school full time in the evenings thing. And that's tough. So shout out to anybody dealing with that right now. It's definitely a challenge. I mean, this was a long time ago, but I don't think it's any less challenging now than it was then. So, you know, thank goodness I didn't have any kids or anything uh, at the time. 
just a girlfriend so dependent I should have been claiming her on my taxes, but you've seen them. You've seen them. I was in school, started working in this machine shop, uh, taking an engineering design course in school, so I'd already knew AutoCAD and things like that, but I didn't know anything about machines or making parts, but I uh, just kind of ended up really liking it, uh, picked up really quickly on the CNC programming. I could set up, program, just kind of came natural to me. I was a damn Roy Hobbs of CNC machining. And even after I graduated with my computer science degree, I uh, stuck with the machining because, you know, I was making more money in that field than I was, than I would have if I'd switched over. So I just stuck it out for uh, many years, you know, because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the perfectionist level of the job. You know, I'm a perfectionist at heart. So holding a few thousandths tolerance on a part and, you know, just nailing it perfectly. It just, you know, feels good. And I enjoy that type of a challenge. So, you know, key takeaway there is I enjoyed it, I guess. So find something you enjoy. You know, that's what everybody should do. Uh, really is that simple. Uh, but of course it wasn't enough for me, you know, why is that? Why are human beings that way? It's like being content is just some unattainable fantasy because no matter what we have, we're still going to want more, you know, in some capacity. Prove me wrong. I don't think you can, but anyways, I was doing all these things, you know, school and work and all that, why uh, being in a terribly unhealthy relationship but finally got away from that psycho and I just have to say if your partner doesn't support you if your partner doesn't want to see you do better if your partner's just kind of a bitch the sooner you get away the better you know our comfort zones are our enemies you know, and if your comfort zone is in an unhealthy relationship with somebody who doesn't want to push you to do better or be better, then, you know, we stop trying to do better ourselves as well. And that was definitely the case for me. So can't speak for everybody, but that was the case for me. Um, did get away from her at the perfect time. You know, ended up meeting my wife shortly after, so I guess timing really is everything. Garrett Hudlin actually wrote a song about that. Um, so, met my wife, started our family, you know, things were all good in that aspect, but I needed more out of a career. I had just kind of maxed out of my position and then what I would, had been doing, so uh, that, that won't work for me in my ADHD brain. It needed to be challenged and engaged and driven at all times. So I was just uh, considering, you know, utilizing that computer science degree that I had uh, acquired uh, to, to get some IT work on the side. So I figured why not start with somebody I had a relationship with, which was the vocational school that I graduated from and that my dad was actually still currently an employee of. The superintendent actually did not have any work to offer me, but reached back out to me shortly after and offered me an opportunity to teach a new computer class that they were going to be going to offer. 
in the upcoming year. So uh, after someone who absolutely despised school and just the thought of being back in school every day, uh, for me, that was just not very appealing at the time, not to mention I would actually have to go back and take some college courses to acquire my teaching license. So, you know, all of that sounded bad, but uh, stewed on it for quite some time and, you know, mulled over the pros and cons and ended up deciding to take the leap and went for it. Um, so here I was again, spending weekends, and my summer times and uh, every every off chance I had in school full time trying to uh, work through all the extra courses to acquire my teaching license. And, um, you know, now I did have the wife and kids. So uh, that was another another hurdle of life, but made it through it. Um, the class they wanted me to teach actually didn't have any curriculum. It just had standards. So as long as I met the standards, I could go about it any way I wanted to. So that was actually kind of cool. I got to create the entire course with just fun, cool things and projects that I already knew in my head and, you know, didn't have to go out and buy a bunch of books and spend a bunch of money on curriculum. And, uh, we got to do fun, cool projects. So it was a, it was a pretty neat class. And then I ended up developing after that a, a full two year IT program for that same school that encompassed four separate courses for these students over two year span. That was super cool. Uh, we did um, a lot of neat stuff there. Definitely brought me out of my introverted shell because, you know, I'd spent most of my adult life up to this point sitting in an office behind a computer screen making programs and uh, or out on a shop floor, you know, with earbuds in, uh, which was fine with me. I, I can listen to music 24-7, give me some headphones and... I'll go about my day. I don't have to speak to anybody and I'm I'm fine with that. You know, I'm generally not a super social person. So the fact that you're listening to me on a podcast is actually kind of hysterical to me. Maybe not to you, but it is to me. But yeah, I talked every day to kids and staff and, you know, I didn't have a choice but to learn how to communicate better and definitely brought me out of my shell, which was a uh, good thing. Uh, had some cool experiences. Got to travel to California and Florida, some different places for national competitions, and uh, had some pretty awesome experiences. I just could not handle the politics and the ass kissing and the bullshit nonsense paperwork that went on for days and. You know, budgets controlling every move and decision. And if I could have just been a teacher, you know, I might still be there, but did not see myself doing that for another 28 years. Uh, it was just going to get worse, in my opinion. So I had stuck it out, you know, while my wife was finishing up her nursing school, you know, so I could provide for the family and, and do all of that. But just was not the right environment for me to continue on in. Um, she did manage to battle her way through uh, an accelerated nursing program during COVID, uh, which was a nightmare. Um, started working shortly after, got on her feet, which 
then allow me to take my next leap of faith and uh, start my own business. So something I had been dreaming about for many, many years. Um, but I wanted to do the machining business, which is a, a very expensive business to kind of get going. So I didn't want to borrow a bunch of money and, and take on that financial risk and do all that. So, uh, you know, I chose to kind of go about it in a different manner, which, you know, allowed me to do it with less overhead basically. But, uh, I, you know, felt awesome to follow my dream and, and I finally did do it. Got my, got my machine and everything rolling. So I recommend everybody, everybody does that, you know, it doesn't have to be start your own business you know maybe that's not what you want to do but do what makes you happy even if it's uh for somebody else you know as long as you enjoy doing the work you know there's nothing worse than waking up in the morning and thinking fuck i gotta go back to that place that's a horrible feeling that i've had but again i guess you know that's uh, another one of the things that led me here you know uh Change your job if you don't like it. Start a business if that's what you want to do. Stop making excuses and, you know, every problem has a solution. Focus on the solution, not the problem, and you'll, you'll figure it out. So, you know, what else do I feel like you need to know? Man, I love music. That's an understatement. A lot of people tell you they listen to everything. I'm like, hey, man, what kind of music do you listen to? Oh, I listen to everything, man. No, they fucking don't. No, they fucking don't. You know how I know they fucking don't? Because every time I play some shit and they're like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, man, I thought you listened to everything. Well, everything but this. That means you don't listen to everything then, I guess, right? Dumbass. So if somebody tells you they listen to everything, you know right off the bat they are completely full of shit and you probably can't believe a fucking thing that they say. But I really do listen to everything, so <laughs> yeah, just trust me. Uh, I mean, you might catch me listening to Conway the Machine on my way to see Tyler Childers, you know, wearing a glass animal shirt. Like, I'm, that's real. I'm all over the place. Like, anybody who knows me know that's absolutely true. Um, I've loved music since I was a little kid. You know, just, it's in my blood. It's in my soul. You know, it's not something I can even control. It's like when a dog senses danger and the hairs on the back of its neck stand up. That's what happens to the hairs on my arm as soon as I hear a song I like. If it's a really good song, the hairs on my legs will stand up too. But yeah, I'm just obsessed with music, man. You're like, um, it's all day, every day. It's got to be in my life. I like to write songs. I got a buddy down in Nashville. He's got a band down there he plays in. So I've been trying to write some stuff to get to him. To hopes that he gets time to maybe record a little something just so I can get a melody because 
I can't play a guitar. And I can't sing for shit. So that makes it really hard to be a musician. Let me tell you. But I listen to, you know, so many different types, genres of music and and so much of it that, you know, combine that with a halfway decent vocabulary and a little bit of wit and common sense and you can write songs in your head, but that doesn't help anybody else hear it. So I got to reach out to people I know that can make music and melodies try to help bring my words to life. So CJ6, old Caldwell Jack and the Six Pack down in Nashville. Shout out to John and shout out to Davey and shout out to Mustache Dude that always rolls up his pants. Hey girl, the drummer dude. I can't remember either of y'all's name, but man, they put on a hell of a show. Never down in Nashville. Go check them out. They're usually down there somewhere. Most of the time down at the trailer park on Broadway. That's where I like to check them out. Um, yeah, just a good time. Never left there thinking, damn, I should not have came here. Well, <laughs> that's not even true at all. But it's not because I didn't have a great time and it's not because they didn't rock out. Uh, so I like music. I like just knowing about as much shit that I can know about, you know, because why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? There's so much information out there. Like the era we live in right now has more information available at your fingertips than any other people who have ever lived ever in existence. Ever. So why anybody would choose to walk around being and sounding like a dumb shit and like they know nothing about anything, read a book. Fuck Google something. Read a damn article. I mean, YouTube has tons of information. Billions of videos. There's so much access to information that there's just no reason to be so stupid. But there's so many stupid ass people. I just don't understand the laziness. And that's all it is. It's pure laziness. But that's the culture we created. I mean, I didn't. But somebody did. Society did. And that's uh, that's that's what we cater to now. We got a government that would rather pay you to stay home than to go to work. Of course people are fucking lazy. You encourage them to be lazy. But what the hell do I know? So I love writing music. You know, I write songs. I like memes. Damn, I like memes. <laughs> On my phone gallery, like my pictures folder, you know, and my my phone probably has 12,000 plus photos in it. Probably 37 of them are with my family. But the rest of them, fire-ass memes, bro. Fire-ass memes. 
So don't be surprised. You see like a meme at the meme of the day, you know, something like that. I've been saving these fucking things for years. I might as well do something with them. Um, you know, shows called awkward stance. Hell, I can take an awkward stance on anything. I can take an awkward stance against myself. I mean, that that's how awkward I can be. So you know, maybe I get some experts on, you know, we'll talk about some certain topics, share their, share their expertise, um, pay the wealth forward. You know, that's all everybody really needs is the information, just the right information. You know, don't be a dumbass. Go get it. You want to know how to do something? Look it up. Read a tutorial. Watch a video. Try it. Damn, that's a thought. Try it. Do it. Just do it. Tell people learn shit. Tell people figure it out. Tell everybody has ever learned to do everything that they've ever done. Figure it out. Fucking try it. Damn. Fires me up when people can't even try. I hope it fires you up too. Grown ass people. You know, try to work with them. Try to get them to do something. Try to teach them how to do something better themselves. You know? Hey man, let's try this. Here, let me show you how to do this. Man, I ain't no fucking tech wizard, man. I don't even watch Star Trek. You want me to download an app? What I look like, Stephen Hawking? Just dumbfounded at the simplest task. I don't even know how people made it this far. A lot of them don't even make an effort. Don't even try. Try to do it. Damn. Sorry. Feel like I'm throwing a lot of f bombs in there, but that is my show. So, uh, just get fired up, you know. Do it. Just getting older. Older I get, more tired of the excuses I get. Guess that's why I'm here. I got tired of my own bullshit excuses. Oh man, I get if I could just uh, write songs for a living, or if I could just do podcasts for a living. If this, if that. Make a move or shut the fuck up. So that's what drove me here. I love music. Always love music. Never did anything with it. I love technology. I love creating things with technology. Hell, that's why I taught an IT program for eight years. We did all kinds of shit in there. Built computers from scratch. Program. Hell, probably taught seven different programming languages. We do Photoshop with a green screen and video making and editing and taught those kids how to make a podcast. Those 16, 17, 18 year old kids obsessed with anime. Obsessed with anime. That's all they want to do. Watch anime. Talk about anime. Like you want to be about anime so much here. Do a podcast about anime. Make a website about anime. Apply some IT skills to anime somehow. So, bought him a little mixer. Turned a little storage room of our lab there into like a podcast area. Bought some mics. 
turned out pretty damn good, actually. You know why? They were doing something they loved. IT skills that they learned while they were doing it, they didn't even notice. Because they were focused on the thing that they loved, which was the anime. Just do what you love, you know? I'm tired of my own excuses. I love music. I love technology. I love media. I got some local celebrities around here for friends. Fuck, every time we get together, it's like, we got these great conversations. And I always think, man, I bet other people would benefit from this conversation as much as I did. So, quit talking about it. Be about it, you know? So I started writing songs, learning how to play the guitar. Hell, I've been playing it for four or five months probably, and I already know two chords, sort of. But I'm going to keep going. Hell, it's my first podcast. I don't know what I'm doing. Sitting here in a room by myself, talking to a microphone, telling a story. Nobody else probably ever even hear. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I'm having fun. I'm messing with technology. I'm messing with media. I'm going to throw some fire-ass memes in there. I'm going to throw some intro music in there. Switch it up on y'all. Doing all the things I love. So who gives a shit what anybody else thinks? I know I don't. I know I don't. Never have. Never went out of my way to tell people, just kept to myself. But the older I get, the less I bite my tongue. You know, I don't mind telling people to fuck off now because usually I want them to fuck off. I don't know. Maybe I'm going through a midlife crisis or something. Shit. Bye bye, Corvette. Reach out. Say something. Hit me up. But, you know, I don't want it to be all about me all the time. It's just, you know, this time. But, uh, I want to know what's going on out there with you guys. I want to take some uh, topic submissions. I want to know, you know, is there anything y'all want to hear my opinion on specifically? I'd be happy to share it with you. Uh, Maybe you want specific information on how to milk some cows. Thinking about being a farmer. So I know a guy, actually. That's cool. Um Share some guilty pleasures. See what you freaks are out there doing. You know, whatever. Awkward stance. We can make awkward shit less awkward, or we can make it more awkward. You know, depends on which side of the stance I want to take. Don't even matter, really. (laughs) Don't even matter. So, uh, do whatever we want to do. Tell me where you live. Now, I would like to know where you live. I live in Ohio. Not necessarily because I want to live in Ohio, but there's reasons. You know, my wife was here in uh, college for years, you know. Um, now we got kids here in school. We got a house. You know, it's a little different to just uproot an entire family and move. But, you know, if I was a single man, trubbing on, long on, somewhere warmer. My feet are freezing. My feet are freezing right now. I got these thick, thick wool socks on. Got this little space heater kicking, but 
It's like nine degrees outside. Did I mention it was January 27th in Ohio? Oh, and it's like 11.40 p.m. I'm in my shop. Because I started, uh, you know, my shop over here and I'm using the technology and the media and the computers and my setup over here because that was the easiest thing for me to get going. But, uh, you know, the shop has a concrete floor and my feet are freezing. So before I get hypothermia, I guess I'll just wrap this up because now you know me. At least to a degree. Now you know what led me here. Um, I think I've given you about all you can stand for the day. So this is Brian. This is episode one. Awkward stance. Thanks for hanging out. I'll catch you next time.